Self Collective. It's Nina, your host, as always, and I'm here for another episode of the Collective Culture Podcast. And before we get started, I want to do a plug and ask you, invite you to check out my website at ninahogan.com. There you'll find our store. We have merch. Um, You can't sign up right now to get a consultation for mindset coaching on the website right now. So go to media.collectiveculture at gmail if you want to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with me to see if mindset coaching is for you. Right now, I'm currently working in specific areas of um, single and couples mindset coaching. Um, but I am an adapter and I am a teacher at heart in my profession, so I will adapt to you and get you the program that is going to benefit you. So don't worry about that. Hit me up at media.collectiveculture at gmail if you want to schedule a free 30-minute consultation. All right, guys. So today I want to talk about free time, and I put that in quotes, okay, free time. What do you do in your free time? What does free time mean to you? Um, You know, we're all busy um, in our lives. We all have things going on, um, things that we have to do versus things that we want to do. And usually things that we want to do are different um, than things we don't, as in, you know, maybe a job that, you know, maybe we're, we're content with, but you know, it's something we have to do. It's some, you know, we have to pay bills. We have to clean the house. Some of us enjoy these things more than others, depending on what your career is, depending on if you are content um, with cleaning the house and daily chores and stuff like that. The reason I wanted to bring this up is because your free time, quote unquote, is a direct connection to where your mindset is. And obviously, I'm a mindset coach and you know, the collective, um, brand for me is I want to rewire negative limiting mindsets and so much. So in our free time, um, we, a lot of us use it in an unhealthy way to escape and a low vibrational mindset or, um, you know, something that was challenging us. This could be something that's been going on for years. This could be something that just popped up in your life. Um, whether you're a new mom or you're a single mom or you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a stay-at-home dad or you're a single dad or you're, you know, just whoever you are in this life, how you spend your free time, which could ultimately be called also things you want to do, Um, like I said, they're directly connected to your mindset and where it's at at the time. So some examples of how us humans escape, um, you know, they've changed throughout the course of history, obviously, because we've added a lot of technology and science and, you know, we have the internet. So things have changed quite a bit. And some of the quote unquote free time that we spend is on social media and sports, exercise, reading. Um, Then there's, you know, um, less desirable ways. Um, If you have any kind of addiction or codependency, you tend to spend your free time in an unhealthy way. So really why I wanted to bring this up is because there are Obviously, there's good and bad, light and dark to everything and everyone, but 
really, I want to bring awareness to this because I want you to ask yourself, what do you do in your free time? What does it mean to you to have free time? To have time, you know, ultimately to yourself where you can choose anything in the world that you want to do and you can do it. Sometimes we have limited time to do those three things. Sometimes we have a lot of time to do those three things. Um, And obviously I'm sharing my story. I don't have a guest on today. So um, in my free time, I'm going to talk about my unhealthy free time. Um, If I'm really stressed and anxious and I have a very overwhelming I'll just say day because we only you know that's something I promote on this podcast a lot is that we only have 24 hours we only have the present moment we should never worry about the future or the past um, or live in either one of those places so in my day if I'm having a stressful day as I said and things seem to be going wrong um, you know whatever it is I've I didn't send an email to the right person and it sent a chain link of snowball effect of things just kind of becoming chaos for me throughout my day. It's really always my decision how I spend any free time I get in that day and how long free time I get in that day. Yes, obviously I work and I have um, responsibilities and I have a child I have to tend to, but if I am having one of those days where part of my free time or all of my free time is spent, you know, escaping, um, unhealthily, I can pick something that will kind of just make me not look at really what's bothering me and why I decided to go that way. And then I also have to remember to be very patient and loving with myself and understand that I'm human and I'm not always going to choose a healthy way to spend free time or doing things that I want that may not be healthy for me as in eating unhealthy foods, um, being on social media for a very long amount of time and, and reading into negativity that's just kind of feeding the stress. <laughs> um, you know, I might overdo it exercising because I've been stressed out that day. So I might go hit the heavy bag and I might you know, maybe hit it a couple times without the gloves on and like really scrape up my knuckles. And, you know, there's a consequence for everything good and bad. So, um, you know, maybe I'll listen to some music that's probably not healthy for me, even though that's not really something I do, but it's an example. Okay. And one thing, you know, I, I try to be as transparent as possible on online in general, but mostly on this podcast, I I want to be as transparent as possible because if I'm not real, that's going to carry over. You guys are going to see that. And I don't, my number one pet peeve is fake people, um, being fake. You know, if you can't be authentic to yourself, then you're not yourself. So for me, one of the things that I seem to, and this is common, okay, it's not abnormal, is I tend to it's almost like I seek out the negativity on social media. And, you know, we have so many options these days. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have TikTok, we have Twitter. We have all these places we can go online that we don't have to see anyone. We don't have to talk to anyone and we can just be in our head. 
And when I'm in a negative headspace, you know, yeah, you guys could be thinking, duh, but when I'm in a negative headspace, I look for it in social media, in other people. And what I've found is the reason I'm doing this is ultimately I don't want to feel alone, right? I don't, (laughs) I want my free time to be spent confirming for me that somebody else out there is having a shit day too. Now, I don't go as far as commenting negativity. Like I said, I don't project it, which is where you are going down the wrong path. You know, I don't project it. I I don't always do it the right way for myself, but I don't ever want to project that onto anyone else, especially if they're having a shit day. And what I have found is that an unhealthy escape of, you know, quote unquote free time a lot of times for me turns into positivity. So it's, it's really, guys, it's at the end of the day, it's up to you how you utilize the things that we are given in this life. You know, the technology and the internet, all those things, social media that we're given in this life, it's up to us how we utilize those, or you know, how we utilize those things. And if we utilize them in a negative way, they can ultimately just put us in a worse spot. and. What I found on social media, when I'm going in it with a negative headspace and I'm looking for the same, um, sometimes I will see someone lashing out or I'll see someone breaking down on, I'll say TikTok, okay, I'll use TikTok as an example, and I'm, I'm not the biggest commenter, I do like people's things, but I don't usually comment, it's not something I do on purpose, it's just... It's just me. I'm not a very big texter either. So, um, But what I have found is that when I comment something positive, it could not only turn them around, it ultimately always changes my mood. And it was from that small decision to do something that I'm not extremely comfortable with, but I feel guided to because... Maybe they need to just see one positive comment and that will change their 24 hours, you know? So there's a way to take an unhealthy start and make it a healthy one in the end. So that's just an example. And I'm, you know, I'm sure I'm not rewriting history here. I'm not, you know, reinventing the wheel, folks. I know these are all things, especially you know, on podcasts that you've heard before. And I'm going to repeat myself, okay? It's going to happen. So please don't feel the need to comment me and say, you've said that already. That's what I'm saying. Exactly when you're commenting negativity, you're coming, it has nothing to do with me. Yes, you can have an opinion all day long, but if it's coming from an intention of darkness, you know, then it's not, it's not benefiting me. It's not benefiting you. So, um, now I want to talk about an unhealthy escape or free time that I sometimes don't turn into a positive and it, I suffer the repercussions of it and that would be exercise. Um, you know, I've mentioned this much times I trained and taught Muay Thai for many years. Um, and I would, like I said, I would turn to the heavy bag and sometimes I would punch it or elbow, you know, elbow, you can't really cover that, but I would not protect myself in the way that I know I should and I would end up with injuries and sometimes they could last weeks you know um, sometimes even months 
And while it felt good at the time to get it out, get the aggression, the frustration, whatever it was that I was dealing with that led me to the bag in the first place, it ultimately lingered on throughout the injury because every time I would touch the back of my knuckle, it would hurt. Or if I washed dishes and soap got into it, it would hurt. So it's like my one decision that I made during a time of escape in a low vibrational mindset gave me two to three weeks of an injury that now I have to deal with, you know, and I'm hurting my body physically, which is going to ruin my next 24 hour period, you know, I mean, not ruin fully, but it's going to be uncomfortable, you know? So there's always an option B, okay? There's always an option C. There's always an option for healthy, okay? Always. When it's eating, whether it's exercise, whether it's just your free time. And if we can just collectively, if we can just get on the same page and all agree, you know, that our decisions directly affect everything, everything, good or bad. And with the topic of free time, even, even I'll get to this in a minute, but your free time is what you want to be doing. And ultimately, what you want to be doing is something that makes you happy, right? Something that fulfills you in some way. Something that makes you feel good. And that is how you should always intend to spend your day. As many hours, minutes that you can spend feeling good, you know, and... So many times I see so many of my friends on social media and they get off of it, you know, and they go to bed at night and they start reflecting on all these things they've seen, negative comments to their posts. Oh, nobody liked my selfie or, you know, there's all these things that happen. And I don't mean to make this episode about social media. It's just a very big example of how people spend their free time. And then they have a very high probability that they're going to wake up in their next 24 hours and they're going to carry that over. So, however you spend your time, make sure you're present one. You know, if you, if you can't, if you don't know what that means, the easiest way to be present is just to breathe. Just to breathe and acknowledge the breath. You know, maybe take it a little bit deeper on the inhale and a little bit longer on the exhale if you need to. Um, I'm a practicing yogi, so I'm, this is embedded in me like a tattoo in my brain for the rest of my life. So, (laughs) um, but being present should ultimately be the first thing that a human does every single morning and throughout the whole day, you should try your best to practice being present. Okay. I don't want to sit here and tell anybody what to do. Um, and you can't ever consistently stay on top of anything if you don't practice at it. So saying present is definitely the first thing. And, you know, that's how some people spend their, their free time is meditation and really focusing on the present moment. And absolutely that is a healthy way of, um, you know, spending your downtime or your me time, but it can also be unhealthy too. There's good and bad to everything, guys. Good and bad to everything, light and dark to everything. Um, 
but presence being present in the now is you don't realize the benefits of it until you've actually went through your whole day of practicing that being present to where you kind of see the difference in the day before where maybe you weren't so present the second thing with that would be you know what do you um you know you there's nothing wrong with like reflecting you know what do i need to get done today maybe even write yourself a to-do list maybe even do it the night before whatever that's up to you and how your life is and how you work um reflection is also a part of you know self-awareness and you know we can't get through life without being self-aware so um when you are reflecting though is it you know ask yourself how am i feeling about this though am i stressed about it am i worried about it am i happy am i positive am am i um struggling you know other challenges surrounding this and then your next step which nobody cares really about when it's positive and optimistic everybody's more concerned about when it's challenging <laughs> so i'll i'll speak to that if it is challenging or stressful or overwhelming you know really think to yourself because we got all the tools guys we are very advanced as a being and we have a lot of tools in our minds that we can tap into whenever we can and it comes reflect it comes solely from interacting with other human beings having experiences um so that's a little side note have experiences guys even bad ones okay even bad ones you know really tap into those tools and ask yourself how do i make this healthy how do i get through it you know while staying present and not letting it affect my day in a negative way and then focus on your free time you know or it doesn't matter in the way that you prioritize these things you know but i would say initially if especially if you're challenged or you're struggling or you're having you know anxiety go back to being where you're at now you know just center yourself and breathe and that's also going to send all the happy chemicals you know it's going to send triggers to them and they're going to help you out which is our main tools that we have so um you know getting oxygen to the brain is is wonderful for positivity in a human being um which is why i am like the hugest believer in yoga not just because i've practiced it but that definitely solid uh, you know it it made my pra- it made my belief in yoga very solid so um you know just really be your best friend at the end of the day and and not even at the end of the day i mean I mean to say that i mean just be your best friend throughout your day just always have your own back and support yourself as much as you can and you know if if things in your free time are coming up negatively it's definitely everything else <laughs> you know it's this is supposed to be your time you know and i've been challenged a lot around telling my clients self love you know because we've made it the stigma where we have self help books and we have all these you know life coaches and all all these um I guess spiritual workers, light workers, empathic people telling us that we need self-love, self-love is important. And it said so much that it's overlooked because people start to connect that to well they're saying I don't love myself and of course I love myself. 
you know, obviously it's not the same thing, but the self-love is so not complicated, okay? It doesn't have anything to do about self-harm. Yes, it can, but it's most of the time, it's just about supporting yourself, being there for you. And in my me time, something that I've been practicing for years is when I actually do have that downtime or me time or whatever I want to call it, I try very hard to do things that make me feel good, to do things that give me a sense of purpose, right? Because that's what's important to me. So whatever's important to you. Um... I've noticed when I'm bored, um, or what I consider bored as a human, um, the boredom is, for me, it's always associated with negative mindset. Because it's not as if I don't have things to do. (laughs) I have, I work a nine to five um, in the medical industry as a medical director and then I have a full-time business and I'm a full-time mom and a full-time teacher and principal and guidance counselor to my son so it's not as if I don't have things to do it's that I'm in a I'm in a mindset where I don't want to do anything you know I don't want to do any of the things that I need to get done and I just want to veg out and watch 16 episodes of Californication by the way, I've started rewatching that again, and I just, I love that show, and it's not appropriate for children at all, <laughs> but if you've never seen it, and you're of age, 18 up, um, go check it out, it might not be for you, I could see where it's not for everybody, but I gotta give a plug out to, I gotta plug to, into, whatever, I have to give a shout out to that, because I really like that show, anyway, not saying that that's a negative way to spend my free time. It's not, unless I'm in a negative headspace, you know, and then I might drift off from the show, grab my phone, get on social media, or look at something that is going to make me feel okay about feeling like shit, you know, which is usually not okay. So, you know, think about it this way. If you're just bored, you know, we, we, we play with that word very lightly because we think that it's normal. And what I have found in my life and just being around thousands of thousands of people in almost 40 years, boredom is actually negative. It's actually a very negative mindset to have um, because you, you have passions. You have things you enjoy to do. You have things that make you feel good. You're not wanting to do those things. So if you're not wanting to do things that make you feel good, what does that mean to you? It means that you're not in the greatest headspace. So don't look at it as like your free time is, you know, doing all these unhealthy things. Don't just say, well, I'm just bored and then make it okay. Because, you know, it's not. And you're not going to enjoy your time, you know, and time isn't linear and we don't have all the time in the world literally we have only right now because five minutes from now is not promised to me or any of you so when are we going to start really looking at that and making and seeing how important it is to understand that and how our mindset affects everyone and everything around us but more it affects us And 
when I'm in, you know, when I'm in a space of, I don't have any, you know, work per se to do. I don't have any clients. I'm, there's the weekend. Um, my son's good or he's with his dad or whatever. I, sometimes I literally just sit in silence. And the majority of the time that I sit in silence is because I'm on the verge of going towards a negative escape. And when I sit in silence, I have no other choice but to be present because there's nothing else that's distracting me from being present. And I can hear my breath and I can feel my heart beating and I connect to source. And I, a lot of times I try to do it outside because I'm an earth sign, so I believe in all that. And I believe I connect really well with the ground and earth and I just feel better when I'm outside when I do this. Not only that, I can, I can tap into all the elements, you know, and for me, I am a very balanced person. Um, it's weird. My life path number is six. Uh, um, I took, um, oh man, I don't remember what the test is now. And somebody I know that's going to listen to this is going to kill me for forgetting the name of the test. I'm sorry. But anyway, I took a test and I, the, the lady that gave me the test, she was like, wow, and the, all the years I've been doing this, I've never had anyone have a level personality. Maybe it was some sort of personality test, but it wasn't like the, the one that you guys are thinking of with like the letters I, N, J, I, or T or whatever. Those it wasn't that. It was something else and I can't think of it right now. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, it's, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And she said, and one of the descriptions of being level a level person is that you may be going through some some huge transition in your life and wait six months and take the test again. Um, I actually did take the test again, and this was about ten months later, and it was the same same outcome. I'm, I was a level personality, and for me, that just ultimately meant that I can adapt to the good and the bad. Right? That's just what it means to me. So. When I'm feeling those, you know, wanting that free time to just sit and be, it's usually because something is bothering me. So I don't know if any of you can relate to that, but it's, that's something I have found during my escapes in life. Um, before I turned to astrology and spirituality and stuff, um, I'll, I could say probably 80% of my free time was spent negatively. Because I didn't have the tools at the time to know any better um, or to help me. So when I was really young, I was 18 actually, when I did my first yoga class, I hated it. (laughs) I hated it because it was hard. And, uh, you know, I was a smoker back then. So I I couldn't really, I, I couldn't breathe. And it was challenging. But I'm also a Taurus sun sign. And I, I love challenging. I love being challenged. I love learning. So as much as I hated it, I was very curious and intrigued by it too. And I was, I actually, the, the yoga teacher that was there told me, you know, take three or four classes. Don't give up on the first one. And it wasn't until really, I would probably say my 10th class before I actually really understood it because we would lay there in Shavasana. I feel like I've said this before. We would lay there in Shavasana and I would just go crazy in my brain of all these things, you know, and, 
And then I would say to myself, you're spending your free time at this class to help yourself and you're using, utilizing it to worry. (laughs) Like that's the whole point of you doing this, right? So um, that, that struggle was there for a long time, but I started to understood it, like I said, around class 10. Um, so yeah, I don't want this podcast episode to be a million fucking hours long, but I just want to really stress to everyone out there listening that if you're going through it, look at how you're spending your free time and then figure out why that's your, why you're spending your free time doing that and what your free time actually means to you and do you want to have more free time and here's the kicker to this guys even when we're working even when we're doing things that are less desirable or things we don't want to do there's got to be some level of fulfillment in those things there has to be something there and I don't care if it's the smallest thing you know like for me I'm not the biggest fan of washing dishes but I love things being clean, you know, and I love, obviously, I love my kitchen, not, you know, my sink not having dishes in it and my counters not having dishes on them. And, you know, so yes, it sucks while I'm doing it, but I make it as best experience as possible by listening to my favorite podcast or listening to a book or listening to music to make it a better experience. And Guys, I'm telling you right now, and a lot of you will that know me and have known me for a really long time, you can see this in me. I don't need to tell you. I struggled a lot with negativity when I was younger and all, all in my 20s, honestly, too. I struggled with a lot of negativity. It's because, I know this now, it's because it was the way I spent my free time and it was the way I spent time doing things I didn't want to do and how much it got to me, you know? And it's funny, my friend, this is so funny, I'm bringing this up. My friend told me she takes baths a lot. I actually have two friends that take baths. They don't take showers. And for me, the longest time, baths to me were a lot of work because I had this vision in my head of why the hell am I going to put my dirty body in a clean bath? (laughs) I'm just sitting in dirty water, you know, and I would, so I would have to do all these things. I'd have to shower first and then I would have to fill the tub and then, you know, it was this whole thing. So baths usually would stress me out because it seemed like a lot of work and I don't have the luxury of having all the time in the world to do a lot of things sometimes. So, but she made a good point and she's actually researched water therapy and how, you know, you have to talk to the water and thank it for releasing negativity and all that and that's what she does in the bath and I had never looked at it like that um I have a lot of water in my chart but I had never looked at water in that way of kind of like taking out the impurities of say my dirty body or whatever you know and I just looked at it the frustration aspect of it so I'm so grateful for all the people and that I have got the chance to have conversations with who's changed my mind about stuff and just given me a different point of view and I'm now more open to taking a bath and not worrying about you know anything 
and because I love the bath itself it's always super relaxing to me and every time I'm done with the bath I get out and I feel really good my skin feels really good but it like I said it was just a stressful thing for me to do um, but it was something I made stressful it wasn't that it was a stressful thing to do and what I'm finding out is there's not really any stressful things to do we make it fucking stressful you know so I was number one person guilty of that I was always making things worse than they had to be and with a lot of years of hitting heavy bags and sparring in Muay Thai and practicing yoga and really being a mom I have just found and aging you know and having gone through as much life as I went through um, I've really found that I make things worse nobody else makes them worse for me my job doesn't make it worse for me Yes, other people can challenge or make things harder, or make me feel a certain way, whatever. But for me, it's it's always comes back to me. And what I was noticing about my free time is I would be stressed. And I would do things that I shouldn't be doing, you know. Or I would be then... I would be beating myself up that I was in that headspace, you know, and I did this for a long time and it got me nowhere, you know, it got me nowhere. And, and well, at the time, let me, let me rephrase that. It got me nowhere at the time. What it ultimately did was it put me in a state where I didn't want to feel like that anymore. Cause I realized that I don't want to feel bad all the time. And it brought me to who I am now and who I am now is just a very chill person and I you know yeah of course I get angry still and I get frustrated and I get stressed out and I get anxiety and I get a lot of um, feelings of being overwhelmed because of all the things that I've got on my plate but if I don't want to do it and I don't do it and I've even told my boss this you know which he understands because he trusts me and he knows that, you know, that's why I've been in, that's why I'm at the level of this job that I'm at because he trusts me, you know, so I've proven myself to where I can have a day that I spend being fulfilled, you know, there's some things that I have to do in my nine to five that, you know, they don't always excite me. So I'll throw on a podcast. I will listen to my favorite songs um, whatever I need to do to kind of get myself through it. And then I'll remember at the end of the day or at the end of the, the task that, you know, I'm going to make my boss really happy. I'm going to help out our patients. I'm going to help out our, our customer reps. Like whatever I'm going to do is ultimately going to benefit. You know, it's just, I'm not really feeling it at the time, you know, but I'm always grateful. And, um, so yeah, um, after I said I wasn't going to make this really long episode, I kept going. Anyway, I'm going to close it out now, but I want to know, um, and thank you guys so much for your feedback and your support. Oh my God, you have no idea how much it warms my heart and makes me smile and makes me feel good. So, and that's why I'm doing this. This makes me feel good. Um, and, um, this is something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. So thank you guys so much. Support small businesses, guys. Support podcasts. Support YouTubers. Do your part to help us all. You know, we're all in this together. So 
Next time you're on social media and you're feeling negative, a good way to make that positive is support people online. Okay, support, not negative comments and hate and trolling. Be positive to people online. You never know what they're going through or what their life is looking like at the moment. So I love you guys so, so, so much. And um, until next time, ciao.